do that, you head into this secret passage, as best you can tell. And you you walk for a little bit until you see, and then some distance ahead of you, you see two streaks of light streaming in, crossing uh, across the uh, the expanse of this passage. Hmm. Is it the sun? Would it be mirrors? Yeah, as you get closer, you can see that they're more focused than that. They're about quarter sized beams of light that are streaking in from somewhere. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. I just imagine Marjorie looking straight into the sun and being like, "Is this the sun?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, if I take my little fingers and put it in the beam, does it hurt? Nope. Okay. Where's it's it? Where's it going? Uh, if you look through the holes, which are about a little bit wider than your eyes. Uh, you're looking into tiny beams, itty bitty beams. Yeah, you're looking into what looks to be a throne room. Oh, Ooh. there's a lot of construction going on, or or otherwise kind of decoration. It seems there's a lot of those like drapes and craftsmen who are who are at work, and you see the prince walk in and walk across the like procession of the throne room, and at the opposite end, you see an elaborate carved a stone throne it's huge and it looks to be a like dark shiny stone black as best you can tell at this distance there's light reflecting off of it it is an impressive piece of rock that is carved into a a throne but the person sitting upon the throne has augmented it with cushions and um blankets and the like to make it more comfortable. It's you get the sense that as originally intended, this room was very austere, and a lot of these uh, more warmer touches have been added, and they don't seem to fit in with a lot of the other stuff. Marjorie immediately likes Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a uh, a dwarven woman who is sitting uh, sitting the throne, not old. You you don't have that in common, but not young either. Um, you know, middle aged, maybe a little bit older than the prince. Long braided hair wound around uh, around her her body. Her dress is not as formal as you would expect. It's unlike Cur or not Kurgum. It's unlike Cedric or Kurgum. Or any of the other, you know, more f- dergy, any of the other fancy dwarves that you've encountered. Is it like boho? Kind of. Ooh, <laughs> she's like a hippie. Yeah. Um, and she is sitting, you know, on like cushions and stuff. And you see Cedric walk across and Cedric does not wait until he gets closer to speak. He booms across uh, the expanse of the throne the throne, and he says, Sister, I had guests. I guess from the expo, the heroes of the expo, they were having dinner with me and you've interrupted my dinner. Oh, Marjorie settles in. (laughs) She gets comfortable. (laughs) You've interrupted my dinner and for what? A report that could have waited. How dare you, sister? Could have been an email. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, he talking to the empress like that? Boy. She says back, she says, Cedric, people died. And uh, and he says, and they'll get masks for it. What else could they possibly want? I mean, they died in the service of research. It's our whole reason for existence is to advance technology, advance science, advance knowledge. And here you're focusing on this. And he like pulls a sheet down and it reveals like a big painting. Um, and it's gorgeous, a gorgeous painting of a scene, uh, a coastal scene that uh, is like a, 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 a ship pulling into port. There's like these stone uh, pillars that are rising out of the ocean covered in moss and plants. Uh, in the distance, that the port that presumably the, the ship is sailing to, there is an elaborate city of lights and colors. The buildings are painted all different colors. There's a uh, grand castle on a promontory point. It looks, uh, you know, kind of Renaissance era E for us in the real world. Um, it's a very, very gorgeous painting. This came from the west of all places. You know, you know the dangers that the people from that region pose to us. 
just another mockery of our traditions. You, you, and, and she, she cuts him off and she's like, Cedric, stop it. There's nothing wrong with people from other places. And you're letting our people die. I am doing nothing of the sort. You're letting them die by letting this cult run rampant. I've become here to put down these maniacs and, and the heroes down dining with me right to this second have helped as well. They, they, they took out almost as many cultists as I, as I did. Not as many, of course, but almost as many. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> There weren't just cultists who died. Regular citizens died. They were attacked by this. If if you're not going to put down this cult, then what are you doing? You're just causing problems being here. You're 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 challenging my rule, my my doctrines, my my new policies. It's 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 causing a problem, Cedric. And and I I don't want to send you away, your family, but you know. Governance at a certain point is going to have to come first. I, I want to put our differences aside. I, just because I am empress doesn't mean that we can't work together. Real quick, Marjorie noticed that she says, uh, kick you out and your family. But he's been referring to her as his sister. No, they kick you out and your and family. You, you are family. And you are family. I see. Okay, my bad. But yeah, I, yeah. And am I also right to, uh, as Marjorie's listening, it sounds like both of them are putting the responsibility of taking care of the cult on, on the, the other. other. Okay. Mm-hmm. So neither of them clearly is the reason why the cults are, the cult is uh, running, running, running rampant. It seems, yeah, they're, 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 they're trying to pass the buck of responsibility. Okay, it cool. seems, yeah. They go back and forth for uh, about that, um, about, you know, about the cult and how problematic it is. If you're going to keep me from my guests, the least you could do is make your presence known and come down and introduce yourself. They're foreigners, after all. You would, I'm sure you would love to meet a scientist so talented as this, this, uh, uh, Kramen, this Winsenir Kramen. Strange. And, and she says, you said they're foreigners? That's a dwarven name. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, Things from other places. Maybe this elf liked things from here. It's uh, and she kind of muses on that for a second. Uh, she's like, "Fine, I'm happy to meet your your guests. If they if they if they helped stop that massacre, then then they should they should be honored for it." And she like climbs down off of the throne, kind of clumsily, <laughs> and she um like takes off her crown and leaves it on the throne. And she like leaves some of her like more royal regalia like oh, here. Uh-oh, mistake. Oh mistake. No. Oh, I am anonymous and a thief. <laughs> and and they leave the throne room. Back in in uh back at, at dinner, uh you guys are in the room with Dormat. With yeah, Dormac. Privileged to meet a gold medal winner. That's quite an accomplishment at, at the expos. Especially for for, for uh, foreigners, it's we don't have too many uh, official selections from from outside the empire. It's most come from Husk, and and rarely do we get elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, do you like your job? <laughs> like, do you like it here? Are you good? Oh, oh, oh! Yes, uh, he, the prince. Well, you know, you uh, royalty can be. Uh, Difficult. Uh, I cast suggestion on him. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so they've got to make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Not enough. Uh, eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ooh. Um, tell the truth to us in all cases. Ooh. I don't like my job. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you seem cool. Can you do us a huge solid? Does he? Yeah. Okay. Listen, he doesn't like he his says, boss, and com- we don't either. <laughs> Compelled to tell the truth by the suggestion, he says, I don't know. It depends what you ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your your task is to go get the results of that experiment, right? 
Yes, the weather experiment. We never, we never heard back from those conducting it. They were some of our finest meteorological minds. Okay, where's the keyword in that sentence? Uh, Wait, do we know? Isn't that that's where Mike went? Yeah, but we do we know? Oh, I don't think we, we never do. Really you don't had know. You have not had a chance to debrief. No, yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, I'm so sorry. I was like operating this whole time, thinking <laughs> that like. Um, I was wondering uh, why you were making a fuss about yeah, this guy. Yeah, I thought that we, I just get confused. You did see Mike, you did, Mike, you, you saw Fletch leave with somebody. I think you guys did see that. Yeah. And, and you, you do, do know the name of you, the guy you know the, Fletch left with and then did not return with. So yeah. when this guy came in and said he didn't come back. Yeah. yeah I okay. I figure like, yeah. can there, I, there, you don't have I the, back. you don't have the whole picture, but you know, something's I know up. something you went know probably we horribly wrong. Oh, it's a good alley-oop though. Cause I, Oh, that's I true can, too. Yeah. yeah, you can you can one to it. Yeah. Wait, uh, what? Oh, yeah. So, He's here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you may not like your job. I've just you know he kind of seems like the prince is you know, pardon my foreign language, but kind of an <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> what kind of experiment were you waiting for results on? Uh, well, Professor uh, Coinchin was was very focused on trying to capture lightning in the. A bottle. It was, he he imagined being able to sell it as a power source of some kind. Can you imagine a handheld power source? It's absurd. But quite a noble pursuit, if if it could be harnessed, I, I must say. But that's part of what the expo is about, is well, noble yeah. pursuits. Of course, of course. And the, the, and, and the gentleman who was supposed to be joining the prince for dinner... Yes, Kurgum Ironthane, one of the prince's uh, uh, most trusted advisors. He's uh, he hasn't been as uh, around as much lately. Uh, he he seems to be very focused on some kind of other project, not not spending as much time with the prince as he used to. Hmm. They were they they were close. Yes, they they were quite close at one time, but but recently it seems that Professor Ironthane has been. Very busy, perhaps with an experiment, although he doesn't have anything uh, on the official uh, uh, experimentation rolls. We like to keep records because of all of the death. Sure. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, well, do you know? Uh, do you know where the experiment um, that Coinchin was uh, doing? Do you know where that would they were holding that? Because I'm curious now. Unfortunately, no. A lot of the higher-level scientists like to keep the specific details of their research under wraps until they submit it for peer review. And by peer review, of course, I mean the prince. Oh, sure, sure. Prince review. Peerage review. (laughs) (laughs) Much better. Did you like Mr. Ironthane? He's a crusty sort, to be honest with you. Mm. You know, I... I myself am am a am a lord in 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 the empire. I I I am also a member of of the peerage. But you know, I do, I do serve in the prince's household, so it's I have the appearance of of a servant sometimes. And some of the some of the other, you know, especially especially the 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 professors from Steelshank, they they take me as some sort of valet or. or, or butler and and oh i'm so much more than that i'm a chief of staff so we should be addressing you as lord lava Matt. well if if you so please i mean it, and i'm sorry what what is what are you, I, what are your titles uh creature is creature mm. <laughs> um i'm doctor obviously not right <clears throat> yeah <laughs> right oh god everyone's just kind of staring at me <laughs> Uh, you can call me. Uh, uh, my name is Wendrier Flint Fury. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Tell us what is your prince's biggest insecurities. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna, I, you might have exhausted suggestion. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna treat suggestion as zone of truth. Well, then I'll cast fucking zone of truth. <laughs> Do you have zone of truth? I probably don't. Just save it. No, suggestion. Uh, you cannot, you can't tell something to immolate itself. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, duration, eight hours. Yep. Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. It's basically a zone and of it truth. Was, it's walk yeah, with him you, a you truth. You did say, tell us the truth in all cases. Mm-hmm. What'd you ask? What is your prince's mm-hmm. biggest insecurities? <laughs> <laughs> he feels as though he were entitled to the throne, you see. Of but, course. you know, we are an empire, and that is... The high crown is chosen by a council of all of the dukes and duchesses of the realm, and it's not necessarily a direct uh, inheritance. And Well... The prince thought that that he had the boldest claim and and would the brightest vision for the empire going forward. But her 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 excellency is just well better better liked. Mm-hmm. You know, my prince has an abrasiveness that comes from from a, a drive for excellence. Sure. Yes. As well as well. Power. Mm-hmm. And that's when Cedric enters uh, and he he comes in first and he says, Oh no. Distinguished guests, allow me to introduce. I'm sorry, where are the pants? Oh, I'm, I was so engrossed in conversation with our lovely new friend here. I, I, that is my fault. I did not even notice. You've those. lost track of your legs, creature. Yeah, what were you doing that whole time? I like to believe that those legs have a right to go wherever they'd like, and I am not in control or superior to them. Oh my god, I wish the legs could have heard that. (laughs) (laughs) The head presumably carries the brain. Are you not in charge of your legs? I this just more evidence of your in, in inferiority. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I should be keeping better track of both of them. I am just fingering the handle of that. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Uh, and that's when uh, Elizabeth pushes in past uh, Cedric. Uh, and she says, Cedric, wh- why are you being so mean to the experiment? It can't think for itself. Oh, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, it just gets worse. You should treat it nicely. It's probably new. Professor, how old is this thing? Like a, a day. Are you having a to- hard time, creature? I'm actually doing mostly okay. <laughs> except for your brother's, quite frankly, rudeness to me. See, you're being rude, Cedric. You're being rude, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, he, like, raises a hand like he's going to slap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, address me as prince or duke, or you will taste the back of my hand, creature. You're being rude, duke. I stand up. <laughs> oh, my God. When he draws his hand back, I stand up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so tall. Listen. Handsome. If <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. If your prince slaps my creation, you're we're gonna have some like weird interspecies like conflict here. Like my fellow elf scientists will not be pleased, and I will not spend money for the entrance fee to your <laughs> next year. Yeah, l- calm down, Cedric. That sh- the professor is right. If we don't want to have an international incident over this, this is. <laughs> This has now become state business, and I'm overruling you. Cool your shit. Okay? Yeah, she Calm down. you, dude. Let's just relax. I'm sorry, Professor. I am Empress Elizabeth Hammerfist IX. Welcome to Didridon. I apologize for my, uh, my brother's uh, tone, where I'm, I'm trying to change things here in the Empire. And some people are resistant to it. But I think we're moving toward the better. And your experiment, half of it, though it may be, is is an example of what other nations have to offer us. Thank you. You're welcome, creature. Well, you can call me by my name. Secret <laughs> 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 Rings, do I have a name? Um, do we give me a name? Oh, you did. Yeah, did we like name the You may call me by my name, Bucket Baby. <laughs> Bucket Baby. Thank you, Bucket Baby. 
You could always go onto the website that everybody else has gone on to find a, a cool. <laughs> no, I'm Bucket Baby. I like Bucket Baby. You can call me BB for short. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's just, you know, the pants will turn up. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're not concerned about? I mean, I'm not. I feel bad. Dormac, can you go find the pants, please? I'll I'll go with Dormat. I'll help him out. Dormat? <laughs> oh. oh, it's Lava Bat. Oh. I bet he get that he was called that all. It's Dormat, right? I know. Lord Lord Dor- Lava Mat. Lava Brand. Oh fuck. Jesus. Lava <laughs> you see his face and he's just like Yeah. No, no. no I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I uh it's been a day. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Russell here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 155 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter or D&D&Dpod on Instagram, or email us at D&D&Dpod at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. We will have a new recipe card out soon for the steaks that I was supposed to make for this episode that nobody could eat because everybody's too busy this month. Uh, but I ate them and they were very good. Uh, James had some later uh, and he liked it too, I think. Um <laughs> Speaking of everybody being busy this month, a reminder that next week we will not have a regular episode. Uh, We will just have uh, uh, the next part of the Tim story. Uh, The next part of the Tim story will come out uh, next Wednesday. Uh, And then after that, we're going to take a week off. Uh, There will not be a new episode that first week of November, um, but there might be something after that. I, I, I don't know yet. Um, working on something that might come, it might not, we will see, uh, if we can get that together in time at the end of this month, but we will be back the second week of November, um, with, uh, with regular episodes once we can get back into the swing of things, once the spooky season has concluded. Thanks so much for your patience, uh, bearing with us throughout this month. Uh, I know it wasn't the best timing since we just started this season, but I hope you are enjoying the Tim story, uh, and um, I hope you're enjoying season five as well. I'm looking forward to get, getting back to it, to continue this, uh, continue the Didridon adventure. Uh, and James has been killing me uh, playing the, the Bucket Baby, so I hope that you guys are enjoying it as well. Uh, speaking of, that is it for me, so we're going to get back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I will go with with uh, with Mister Flint Fury, and we will search for the for the legs and the pants that contain them. Mm. Uh, it's strange ivory codpiece. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Yes, right this way. Uh, it didn't see me with the ivory pot. I had the head above. Yep, I oh, had the a- head above. Yeah, S- strange ivory heart piece or whatever it was. Um. Is is there a scientific reason for that, Professor? Should we should we worry about that that floating? It almost looked like a face. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> haven't quite gotten to those experiments. Yes, I understand. Uh, we can't have all of the answers, or else what good is no. the pursuit? The part of the joy of science is the presence of the unknown. But, like all the dwarves look at you and they're like, "Yeah, sure. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fletch and and uh, and Dormac leave. Uh, so now it is <laughs> Zabus and Flack and the Empress and the Prince. Don't kill them. You can't say that. You're not in the room. It's the fucking Empress. 
I'm so nervous. Well, I guess there's there's no sense letting good giant ape go to waste, so... Uh, oh, I'm glad I got out of that. <laughs> I mean, I'll try it. I mean, <laughs> you would... You would try it if it were offered to you, you know? 100%. Without like, I, hesitation. I would, and I would feel weird about it. I didn't kill it. Yeah. Anyway. So you guys, that you all sit now, um, <clears throat> and there's an awkward moment where uh, Elizabeth tries to sit at the head of the table, and uh, and Cedric tries to sit at the head of the table. Oh my god, until, this fucking guy. Until uh, finally acquiesc- acquiescing to Elizabeth, and now um, you are all seated seated at this table. You, Creature and, and Zabbis, are on opposite ends now. BB. It's BB. Yes, BB. And uh, and Winsenier Crammon yeah are on opposite ends, opposite sides, and then uh, the two hammer fists are at the foot and the head of the table. Um, and there's kind of just an awkward silence, I would imagine, for a moment um, until some servants bring in appetizers, which you see are um, like boneless chicken wings. Is what they mm-hmm. appear to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds so fucking good. Some chicken wings. Pants, what are you doing? I'm trying to get into that throne room. Okay. So it's tiny holes. Can't fit through the tiny holes with the light. No, coming they're through, very right? clearly eye holes. I'm also like far away. You're of a distance. Like, do you remember in Ocarina of Time that scene where you're looking at the throne room? Oh, that's not that far away. Am I am I over top of them? No, you're like of a your eye level. Oh, and their eye holes. Oh, that's so creepy. Um, and then looking, so you said there's two sets, one into the throne room, and then, and then or not? Mm-mm. Two holes. Oh, spaced slightly further apart than your eyes. And we discussed how wide heads are in this particular. Mm-hmm. Oh my city? god, are you behind like a portrait? <laughs> huh. Uh, I put my, f- I, just out of curiosity, if Marjorie were to put her finger through the hole and then touch, is it soft like a portrait? Uh, yeah, you feel like a rough kind of texture and you feel that you can kind of like scrape off if you use your nail. Okay. I'm going to keep going down the hallway. Okay. Where do I go? It dead ends. No. Is there, can I tap on it with my magic stick? Roll perception. Got it, this. Not today, though. Dirty 20. Oh, uh, the, the, the vibrations are not as strong necessarily at the end of this hallway. But if you search around to find uh, where it twitches like it did before, you do find a, uh, another um, point. Really? Another, and is another, it yeah. on the wall that is to the throne room? Yes. <gasps> I touch it with my magic stick. Uh, it's lower and it's, it's like a, it's not a full size like doorway. It's like a small, like you would have to crawl to go through it, but it does slide apart. Um, and you're behind a, uh, you're behind something. Huh. Um, is anyone, so when, when Lisbeth left the throne room, Mm -hmm. Were there people in the throne room? There were some workers still working, yeah. Workers working. You're behind uh, some sort of object that's covered in, like, a drape. Okay. First, I want to know what the object is. Uh, it looks like it's some sort of statue. You can't tell what it depicts uh, up close like this, but it's made out of that same black stone. Okay. Uh, I want to scoot around it. I want to know what painting I was looking through. Okay. Uh, you turn in that direction and you see that it's, this painting looks much more dwarven. This one, uh, depicts- As compared to the coastal town painting. Right. This one depicts a, like, like a conquering hero scene. This is like the dwarven equivalent of Washington crossing the Delaware. Um, there's a triumphant dwarven king or or something, a a authority figure that is standing at the, at the head of a column of other dwarves looking down over the mountains. And, uh, you were looking through the eyes of one of the other, one of the like supporting players there. I see. Oh, interest. That's interesting. All right. Looking to the throne Mm -hmm. where that crown is. Mm -hmm. Uh, who's, is there anybody looking? Is there anybody wandering around? There are people around, but they're busy. They're they're doing things. They have tasks. Is there a lightweight bust nearby me mm. that I can pick up and hold over top of my pants? 
<laughs> Roll investigation. All right. It's going to be an eight plus seven, uh, 15. With a 15, you do find something. You find a bust, but it's inside of a crate. It's like, yeah, it's, there, there isn't one that's like set up. But nearby, you know, with this other stuff that's kind of being packed up, you find a bust that's resting in a crate with some packing materials. I, I want to solid snake this and just like be a thing, be a decoration. And if someone looks towards me, I can just like stop moving and people think I'm like a table with a, with a <laughs> plant on it. Roll stealth. Oh, okay. It's a three plus 14, 17. Let's see, I'm going to roll some perception rolls for the workers. So let's say I have taken uh, one of the draperies and I put mm-hmm. it over top of me. No, I shouldn't do that because then I can't see. Yeah, that, that's not magic fabric. Yeah, and these are like packing canvases. Oh, my shorts are only so much of a table. All right, I'm doing it stupid. I'm holding, I'm, I'm, I'm just holding the box. Just holding the box? Yeah. Like the box that the bust was in? Because if I open the box, it's going to be loud. That's what I'm doing. I'm scooting the box. I'm hiding behind the box. Okay. Uh, with 17 in the box, you are able to get closer to the throne. Yes. And what's on the throne from my perspective? The, the pillows and blankets and things. The crown. There's also like a scepter and one of those like holy hand grenade looking things. <laughs> what? Oh, I forget what those are called. I forget what they're called in real life. Yeah. Like in, in portraits. It's like the ball with the cross on yeah. top. Gotcha. I always I forget what those are called. I don't want to take anything that's bigger than my pockets, so the scepter is probably too long. Scepter is too long, and the crown is probably too big, unless it's not. How big the crown? The crown is a crown for a smaller head. It's not a like giant ceremonial crown. Could it's like a everyday crown. Um, I also. I can't get that tablet out of my head. Is there, is there a tablet maybe on this, uh, on this throne that I can see? No tablets. There's a bell. That's loud. You're still like off a little bit, or do you want to like get up on the throne? I'm about to get up. Like I'm stealing something, so I want to get up on the throne and I want to become pillow. Okay, you kind of do that. You're a lump of fabric, I'm a essentially. Lump of fabric. Yeah, I tuck my little feet up in yeah, my yeah. shorts, and now I am um, another uh, uh, patterned pillow. Uh, let's say that when you like uh, climb up on the throne, your your shoe squeaks on the on the stone, uh, and a worker nearby uh, who was like up on like a um, scaffolding. Uh, like turns to look down, but you just look like another pillow. Yeah, boho. <laughs> and your face is up against the stone of the throne. Roll perception. Hmm. Oh, no, investigation. Oh, that's better for me. Oh, yes, cool. That was almost a two. And then it turned into an 18 plus seven, 25. There are, with your face pressed up against the throne as you are uh, a pillow, you see that though it is faded and worn by time and use, there are uh, depressions, carvings in the in the, the stone of the throne, and they are not dwarvish. They are old people language. Oh, um, can I read it? And if not. Can I do that thing where you take a piece of paper, you put it down on a on a bumpy surface, yeah. and, you take a pencil and you rub it? Yeah. They don't make words in common, and the words are so they're not words that have been passed down to my yeah, vernacular. They, they're not words that you're familiar with. There, there's something older about it, and they're not, and so, and some are worn so much that you don't get all of it. You know, like some letters are not yeah. necessarily missing, but they're missing like sections where they could be m- many different letters. All right. Marjorie's heart's like beating. And I think she does do that thing where she'll pull out like a straight piece of paper or some receipt or some shit that she has. Oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> you probably have a bunch of shit. I have a, oh I steal gosh. so much stuff. Yeah, it's like how 
purses just end up full of receipts. Like she just has some flaps that are like receipts. Oh, guys, I have old papers from uh, about Eva Kome by Bard Minsky. Amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna take one of those out and put the clean side. <laughs> How do you do this? I just realized, wait, Bart Mitski? Yeah. Like Mitski. Yeah. Why did I never realize that? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'll put the, it, you put the clean side up and then you would do yeah, the etching yeah, on the on clean the side, clean side yeah. and you would get, yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have this bar, ballad be a little more complicated. Okay. Roll, um, uh, thieves tools or sleight of hand. Nice. 18 plus nine, 27. You get it. Great. You and get I- a pretty good etching or a pretty good, um, whatever it's called of this. Yeah. Um, and reproduction of it. And though even doing this, there are still things that are so worn that you don't get. Um, you get a, you still get the sense of what it is. You, you, you can understand the shape of, uh, many of the runes. Um, and you get a, a, um, you know, you, you understand clearly even from this reproduction that, um, what it is. So it's a good reference for later. You also notice something as you do this, uh, and you pull back and you look at your your work. The letters are not like in clean straight lines. They they oh. curve and they wind, and and twist around into each other and around, looping back and forth. Does it seem like they're um, messy in in the way that they've been? etched here or does it seem sort of intentional that they're not that they're supposed to be uh loopy like that like is it the difference between artisan craftsmanship yeah, someone's or, scrawling. or is it like someone yeah a bathroom it seems intentional okay. it seems intentional how's the weird dinner going bad <laughs> <laughs> you guys are into the main course into the gorilla Ugh. oh man is it good I'd say yes. I'd say that the skill of the kitchen staff has made it so that it is good. Ooh, DM insane. I gotta Google what gorilla tastes like. Someone surely. I imagine that at one point in history, gorilla was eaten quite you're a bit. You're not supposed to eat this stuff, guys. If you eat stuff that's like humans, then you get sicknesses. Gorilla is said. This is from the website cavemancircus.com. I don't know. It's one of the first <laughs> results on Google. Gorilla is said to be a rich and fatty meal with a texture similar to veal, but with a salty and overall unpleasant flavor. That makes sense. I feel like you could probably get the same result if you Googled what human tastes like. Oh. Yes. So there you go. It's a little gamey. Yeah. Um, but not entirely unpleasant, although you do, eating it, you are uh, reminded of seeing its skeleton jump from its body. Um. And the ensuing bloodbath. But other than that, not too bad. Uh, Cedric is very much enjoying it. Lisbeth is kind of like, all right, let's go. So, Lisbeth, you are the ruler of this land. It's a bit informal, BB, but okay, yes. Uh, How long have you ruled? Oh, geez. I'd say it's got to be coming up on, what, Cedric, 28? 29 years? 30. As I am a lowly newborn creature who doesn't think as good as you all, <laughs> I'm just curious when your rule ends and Cedric gets his turn. I Cedric would have to outlive me according to succession rules, and then there would be another council where the other... Another? There was already a council? Oh, yes. The, there was a, a, a council at the when the... Last emperor, uh, uh, my, uh, my, our father, um, who art in heaven. Oh, I know my brain went through mm-hmm. two. God, former Catholics. Um, Ugh. you know when he died, and and you know, there was a, a choice to be made between who? Well, technically, any any duke is uh, or duchess is allowed to put their name forth, and then like the- Cedric, did he put his name forth? <laughs> Yes, creature, I put my name forth, and the great uh, dukes and duchesses of the empire deemed that my dear sister here was more worthy of 
of the position than I was. And who am I to argue with the will of the people? I'm just what a wonderful story. I'm just watching. I'm just watching Flack pretending very innocently to like <laughs> stir so much shit. And this is the first time I've looked at my creation with the feeling of a proud father <laughs> <laughs> of just being the messiest, but no one really knows that they're the reason everyone's going to fight eventually. So proud of you. I accepted my role as prince and duke and returned to Forge Eye to make that city the the greatest in the whole empire, and I feel I have done my job. Steelshank is great, sister. Don't you know, don't get me wrong, but you don't see the the Didrigan cult up there, do you? That was rhetorical creature. It's a it's a it's a it's a device, you see. We ask questions sometimes. A device? How small is it? I I don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) He's thrown off. (laughs) He thought he had you. (laughs) And he's pissed. (laughs) Elizabeth is like, God, this cult is... it's, It's... Yes, I. that's why I came down here, I guess. Professor... Thank you for helping to deal with these cultists. It, it's we were hoping to have it taken care of before the expo started, but they they've been really making a problem lately. They 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 claim that this dragon, this legendary dragon who was said to to uh, live in these mountains, is going to is is coming back and is going to judge everybody, and there's going to be mass death and hysteria. It, it's just causing such a, such a panic among. You know, the, our our citizens. And- that almost sounds like the expo itself. Judgment, mass death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you thought about maybe it already happened and you don't have to worry about it anymore. I never really thought that they could just be misinterpreting that expo <laughs> from a religious perspective. That's an interesting analysis. Sister, you can't give credence to the analytical ability of this creature. It's It doesn't even understand rhetorical devices. It's... It's a baby, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's BB. It's BB. It's BB with bucket. Ba- well, baby's the I second guess baby's part. in there. Yes. What are uh, Fletch and Dormac up to? <laughs> uh, we're just looking. Looking around for pants. Looking around for pants. God, that get- guy's name sounding so close to Dormac is the funniest. Thing. You'd use a name generator? No, I have a list of names. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I just I want to. I was just asking him, you know, trying to get more info about uh, Iron Thane. Like, if he knows anything about what happened. Anything, yeah. You know, it's the strangest thing. It's, we are supposed to receive reports on the experiments, and it's so frustrating when they don't tell us where they're doing things. It seems. It seems that only the highest level professors are able to get away with this kind of secrecy. You know, myself being just a minor lord, I would have to, you know, I would have to fill out all kinds of paperwork in order to conduct an experiment like that. And these, but why? You know, it's to make sure that everything is properly filed away, and all of, all of the boxes are checked, and the I's are dotted, and the T's. But why? Are- Yes. I love that we're going to just destroy this man's brain by using the toddler strategy of why. <laughs> That's just the way that it's done. I mean, there's, there's been a procedure in place. And, uh, his grace actually helped develop a lot of it. it. It was, you know, in his younger days before when his when his lord father still reigned um, as emperor, he, he was uh, he oversaw many an expo and I just with the with all the secrecy and stuff, I don't know if you, this cult is you know running rampant and stuff. I don't. But then if you know if you're gonna if cure me out if you're gonna be in a cult, you're gonna want to keep it a secret, hide that from everybody. Do you think you know this Iron Thane and other do other people are? Hiding things from you and the prince? Roll insight. 13. 
Uh, he stops walking and he kind of looks at you aghast. Uh, and you can tell that what you said shocks him. He is shocked by it. Like, like it's, it's an elaborate reaction. Okay. He is, he is very, he is flabbergasted by what you just said. He is making a big show of it. Um, I stop too and I whip around. (laughs) Are you suggesting that some of the finest minds in the Ditradun Empire are involved some with these unwashed lunatics? It's preposterous. These are these are the most learned men, perhaps in the world. These cultists talk of dragons and and end of days and and being called to final resting places and you just that is kind of wacky. But you know, I am a foreigner. I've traveled quite a bit. I've met a lot of people. Seems a little fishy. I don't know. Just, you know, just think about it. Just think about it. Come on. <laughs> Don't let it bother you. Uh, the pants. Yeah. What are the pants doing? Did you guys walk into the throne room? I sure. So. You walk into the throne <laughs> yeah. room. You find Marjorie <laughs> sitting on the throne. Oh, oh no. my God. Kicking her legs left and right. Crowns on her mask above her head. She's holding the the egg with the cross on it. Oh I like the picture. <laughs> she's got the scepter in her other hand, oh my God. and she's just enjoying what it would feel like to reign. That looks like you know I got a new uh, ruler. Dude, gods, the sacrilege, <laughs> the, the, the blasphemy! What? Oh, calm you, down. It's a joke. Servants, did you not see? <laughs> there, are, there are pants. Holding the um, the sacred objects of the empire. I hold them up, straight arms. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody grab the pants. I'll 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 take care of the pants. Come on, <laughs> I walk up to the pants. I pick it up like a toddler, and <laughs> set it down, and I, I uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with my new things. Oh, look, look. Uh, Lord Lava Brand, I don't want to touch these things if it's causing such a commotion. So why don't you go ahead and grab them? I I hand them to Lord Lava Brand. Uh, he he like pulls a like handkerchief out of his out of his uh, pockets and he like uses he doesn't touch it with his hands. He uses the the handkerchief to grab uh, all of the the uh, regalia and and he very very carefully like puts them back on on the throne. And he says, for some reason, I feel compelled to tell you that we should maybe not mention this to his grace uh, or, or, or her excellency, the empress. It would be uh, uh, perhaps most unfortunate for your pants. Oh, yeah, we won't <laughs> need to say anything. Let's, uh... It's our secret. Okay, it's... It's funny, though, right? I... It's... What a pants you... on the throne but... holding a scepter and a crown. It's that... kind of silly. And I, I pantomime laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the throne is thousands of years old. It, it dates from before the empire was even an empire when Steelshank was just the first settlement of the dwarven kingdom up here in, in, in the Didredan Mountains. Some, some legends even tell us that it was forged by the very dragon that these, these cultists claim to worship, but that's just absurd. No, no one's ever seen a dragon in real life. I've never seen a throne this big in real life. Do you ever want to sit on it or something? I run back to the throne. (laughs) No, pants! (laughs) Oh, take a seat. It's our secret. I would never dream of doing such a thing. If if his grace were to find out, he would surely have my skin flayed from my body. I step away from the throne. (laughs) (laughs) But why are you still (laughs) prepared? It's bad enough that he sees his sister sit upon it. If he should see anybody else... Uh, oh, I'm sure he sat on it and did the same thing Pants did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you don't have to sit on it. I'm just... Sitting I'm just, upon the throne would, would be treason on top of everything else. and The impropriety. I, oh, I shudder to think. Okay, well, let's not think about it. Let's just go back to I, dinner. Uh, I grab Fletch's shirt and like pull it 
and I point towards the dwarf painting. What? Oh, oh the pants seem to be uh, admiring uh, the the founding of of steel shank. It, it was a, a really a, a a very special moment in our history. Quite captured quite nicely, don't you think? Oh, I stick yeah. my fingers in the holes. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh! James fingers the what? painting. What, what, what have your pants done? They've, they've defaced oh, this. Oh, no, no. Oh, pants shakes its head. What? And, and just, like, points at the holes. What? Well. And points oh. at its, its mask eyes and points at the holes. Uh, and, and, um, Dormac leans in and he looks closely at where you poked through the, the holes, thinking that you have poked holes in the painting. And he looks through, he presses his face right up against it, and you see that the holes are spaced right for eyes. His eyes, in this case. You don't know if they were specifically made for him, but they are spaced exactly for his eyes. Mm -hmm. And he looks through. Dwarves have dark vision, just as many other creatures. Uh, And he's able to see into a secret passage beyond the painting. Um, And he turns and he says, there's a secret passage back there. And Marjorie slaps her hands against her fake cheeks. <laughs> uh, and he says, Guards! Guards! The pants! The pants have found a secret passageway in the castle! Call for the Empress! Call for his grace! Wait, why are we doing this? We, there are... There's traitors among us! What? Oh, no. What? Oh, God. What have you done? Oh, man, we're all going to jail! Oh, man, not That again. was a bigger... That was a bigger thing than I wanted it to be. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> this is the prison season. D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, and Mike Sagan.